Hello. 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 Is this the dirty bit? <laughs> Dave's already spent. Uh, I'm eating scrambled egg out of a shoe with, with a comb. comb. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clean your cups from the inside. I want to. Oh, God, I. I want to dust your dirty cups. Okay. It's from Black Books. Yeah. Um, okay. He puts a glove on, a white glove. Oh, yeah, so he puts it in the air. And he just literally yeah. does that through the air and it comes out with a black mark on the finger. He's like, oh, beautiful. Filthy. <laughs> when I was little, I, I, I just wanted to be Bernard Black. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm not quite as drunk, which is always upsetting. But... I kind of want to be Manny, truth be told. I you could be Manny. I kind of fell into Manny. I'll, 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 be, I'll be Bernard Black. No, nothing. Not picking it up. Manly man. I put it man, down pretty hard. Manny, no. 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 Whoops, there's my penis. Stop no. trying to show us your penis, Paul. <sighs> sorry. Again. It's inappropriate. I'm sorry. We, 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 we had boundaries with disgusting. Time. <laughs> so anyway. We talked about this with HR. Okay? We have a patron. <laughs> and, you still, and you still haven't explained the, the purple bits. Andrew... <laughs> who has many lovely purple bits has uh, given us a... What if one of them isn't lovely? What if one of them, just one, is really sinister? I do keep on meaning to ask, are they supposed to weep like that? (laughs) Andrew, let us know. Is it supposed to weep like that? Um, Do I need to get myself checked out? So Andrew has uh, bought us a beer, a fancy beer, in fact. He's gone Mm. slightly over that that, that tier of contribution. So thank you, Andrew. Thank you. you. You're very, very pretty. (laughs) Apart from your weeping purple bits. I, I yes. like those bits the best. <laughs> They're like a pet. I've so, named them all. <laughs> you can milk them daily. There's Suzette. And there's <laughs> Fabian. <laughs> cool. Lord Byron. Patrick Stewart. I'm still naming weeping sores here, so What? I was naming why? I was naming the sores. Why why is Patrick Stewart a weeping sore? I didn't say Patrick Stewart. Oh you're just what did you say then? I said Patrick Stewart. Oh okay. I was just coming I was coming up with Kirk, great names yeah, like Lorenzo and Fabio. William Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner, he's a weeping sore. <laughs> I love him, but no. All good names. <laughs> this dead cat is tickling my mustache. If it's tickling your mustache, it's too close. There you go. That is it's it's, it's a way of Can knowing I exactly your what it should be. <laughs> that sounded sexual, and it really wasn't for the first time ever. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> That's why you didn't get an instant comeback. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so last week. <laughs> so, so last week, we... <laughs> God damn it. What did we do last week, Paul? Tell us, tell us, tell we us the story. We told you all about... <laughs> we... <laughs> Let me do the thing. Squeal, squirrel. <laughs> last week, we told you about some horrid, horrid dice that we were giving away because they're abominations. These dice. Don't know if you can hear that. That was just his ball sack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Very dry. <laughs> so we asked you to when confess to us. When he takes his pants off, it just goes... <coughs> it, it, it doesn't rub the lotion in its skin. <laughs> Is it ashy? Ashy. We asked you to confess to us 
what your your sins were that you deserved such filth in your life, such horrid, horrid dice. I really like that some people had what they thought were sins. <laughs> yeah, some are quite cute. And it, so, it's like, no, no, I, I do that for breakfast. <laughs> so we're going to read some of these out. Yes, we'll discuss Kate, but them. you forget, we're horrible people. Speak and then, for yourself, I'm outstanding. And then we will decide <laughs> who has won. If it comes down to a tie break, though, uh, Kate gets to decide it because they're her dice. Yes! So, um, Dean at the co-op couch uh, says, I have Pickle Rick as a monster in my random encounter list. <laughs> also, if they roll a 20, it's a lethal challenge. A one is practically harmless and just to mess with them. Um, basically, I've also mocked people for their, their, their low-grade bits and pieces so so like if, if i don't think it's, it's nasty enough i'll let them know um and it's normally encouraged a little bit more confession which i quite like so people are just testing the water and they're going oh oh you want the real shit <laughs> so uh after a bit of poking yes, uh, dean yes we said, want the um, real shit the next brothel that they go into is uh is going to be a mimic due to a running joke at the tables if you stick your dick in it it's a mimic <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's, it's a running joke. It's happened often enough. I, I do en- enjoy a running knob joke. Uh, Specs, In both AK, ways. They're both funny. Specs from Alaska, who is uh, a, a lovely individual. He does lots of nice drawings of semi-smutty furry things and it's great he says um, <laughs> uh, so so he's got a few bits and pieces in here so it's, I've drawn an unconscionable amount of porn of every D&D character I've ever made <laughs> that's pretty good uh, this guy's name uh, this is the, the Twitter thing where the name goes longer than is allowed on the screen so all new all awesome blob saw at sorcerer blob said uh, years and years ago in an evil campaign my compatriots and I burned down an ancient fey filled forest because they wouldn't give us the MacGuffin we needed they did get the MacGuffin though having burnt the forest right, down see I was about to say that sounds like us but we would not get the MacGuffin either we, <laughs> yeah, we would kill everyone say, it's and like, then... I, I was expecting <laughs> confessions from real life not in D&D uh, some of them it's are like, some of them are in D&D I've executed unconscious hostages like that. no that was Cthulhu Patience, Dave. Patience. 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 Uh, Real Specs, life sins. Specs came back to us and said, uh, I discovered a way of releasing a family that had been cursed and turned into gold statues centuries earlier. I decided to smelt them down <laughs> instead <laughs> yep. with the excuse that I was saving them from culture shock. D- d- Do the d- next bit. Do the next bit. The next bit that I've it got. Makes a- it, it makes what is already glorious even greater. I've got oh, there's more. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't realise there was more to that one. Oh, there is more, yeah. Um... I've got to find it though. Because so I've got to admit that one gets my vote with a minute. Uh, to to follow up, I don't know. I want the guy who drew porn of all of his D and D stuffs to send us it, and then <laughs> we can decide if it's heinous enough to deserve the heinous dice. Because if it's like you know, tastefully artfully drawn, that's fine. If it's like no, I, funari I, I, no, tentacle I, 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 shit, I want it to be done with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> So there's nothing worse in your book than bad, po- badly done porn. <laughs> it's like, if you can wank to this, you need the internet. The follow-up. The truly worst part, after we traded the gold bars to a merchant for some sweet gear, I undid the curse. <laughs> Delicious human meat bricks. Oh! <laughs> oh! That's dark And that is right why there. they are my favourite. <laughs> that is dark <laughs> that's, that's gonna take someone doing that is a mind chainsaw yes <laughs> god damn it chainsaw i've buddy. organized this really badly um so i'm just Ready. going through twitter i'm trying to find this fucking stuff surely it'd be like 
Because no one used the hashtag. It was a bad um, hashtag. To be fair, but yeah. Yeah, it might have worked if you'd have like made it sword not confessional, but confessional on Twitter is just like <laughs> I realised the error of my ways. Huge. Okay. I nearly replied myself, but then I thought I didn't actually want to win the dice. But I nearly replied with just, all of my life, I win. <laughs> Sam Marks said, I've written 10 D&D fanfics, all of them smut, seven of them about Minotaurs, six of them having never seen the light of day. <sighs> so he, he writes them in a, a darkened room. Yeah. And never turns the light on and just... <laughs> so he hasn't read them. So they could, they might be they could be anything. It's a stream of consciousness. I think it might where be you're like the next Dante's Inferno, is, and he just doesn't know it. Is the metaphor of the light of day, or like he's never printed them out and taken them outside? I've said he. Is it a he? The day. Uh, it's a they. they. So they. Sorry, they. they. And uh, Gothic Chocobo, uh, <laughs> who is points who is, for the name? Who is Cat Charlie? Hi, Cat. Chocobo. I blew up a room of drow children. I was there, I heard that. That was on DNR podcast. Was it? it blew, mm. Committed genocide. Um, well, you say hasn't? that as it's if we D&D. don't do that in every campaign that yeah. we do with <laughs> goblin, innocent goblin children going, well, it's slightly inconvenient. <laughs> it's also because he was the one with the British accent on the podcast. So he had to be the evil one. <laughs> and, um, he is Jafar. <laughs> Uh, DeRay Peterson I'm probably pronouncing that wrong yep. uh, I once turned the in-game girlfriend of a player into a vampire then turned the entire group into vampires when they tried to save her then had them chase the objects of their desires only to realise it was a dream when they woke up to face a, a challenge rating 23 root terror they were level 2 level <laughs> 2 okay that sounds like something you do. I, isn't there a bit that they, they <laughs> all, all doesn't he follow that up and say they all died and he made them re-roll characters and it was all pretty much in the same session? Uh, I think maybe. I'm not, be getting that confused I'm, I'm with another sure. one. I'll have to I'll have to have a look. We'll, we might follow these up a little bit uh, later as I as I read through the various threads. What's the worst thing I've ever done in character? It's a long list. I don't think actually, considering how. Terribly bro- broken every every single one of my characters has. They've never done anything really, really. Oh no, that Cockney kitten was a bit of a balland. But he was a lovable oh, yeah. rascal, so it was alright. And a <laughs> queen. Oh, he was great. <laughs> I love being that kid. In a I don't was it recorded the Lost Man of Fandelva, the end with the the kids? I think we did record it. Yeah. Where yeah, we were recording at that point. Yeah. Where I will I will only know because I will have listened to it. Yeah. Uh, where Biddy's character wanted to murder a load of yeah, that's on it. Yeah, um, goblin children, and that he was only dissuaded by the argument of let's weaponize them. <laughs> Although yeah. that, that's it, the scene with the owl bear where you went and get your fingers back was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rob, uh, Rob Day said uh, he woke up the party for a surprise high CR boss battle. There were losses. I think you are swimming in the kiddie pool there, Rob. Yeah, just a little bit. Robert's come back with a few other things, so hopefully. So I'm not sure if it uh, counts if you're a DM. If you, can, I mean, the thing with the vampires was rather special, but most things you do as a DM, they're not personally horrible. It's the world being awful, and that just is, can be oh part no, of the it's, course. It's personal. It's personal. Um, so, yeah, ev- everything I'm doing to you is because I actually secretly hate you all. Sam Witch said, um, "It kind of sort of started a war that destroyed a party member's home village because I tried to steal a magic item from a warlord's fortress when they, uh, they we were on a diplomatic mission." Is their name Sam Witch? Sam Witch, like sandwich. Yes, nice. <laughs> that's brilliant. I think, I think the nastiest thing I've ever like no one with an education ever pronounces sandwich. Yes, <laughs> a a at kosher sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> I think the nastiest thing I've ever done is during the cock slippers game is mm. I took us to a world where there was a gay, oh, the orgy- very attractive uh, cowboy. And oh, I yeah. did it on a, set, on a day when Paul, when Paul wasn't, wasn't there. there. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I was like, that wasn't so bad. Oh, yeah, Paul he, wasn't he, was, he wasn't just a little bit gay. He was that, that, that was aggressive gayness. He was, it was, book, re- it book, was great. Right. And wasn't it like, like you were book. constantly trying, your character was constantly trying to hit on him? Yeah. yeah. My character and was, was And he was hit hitting on, on my character no, no, instead. Adam's character, because that is funnier. But also knowing that I would have to listen to it and edit it. Going, ah! Dick. Uh, Patrick. Um, it was also the orgy planet. We never, reco- we never recorded that, unfortunately. Oh, Yeah, that was a different game, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Patrick, um, though, we, we did record that, but there's some jacked up audio, so if anyone ever wants to edit it and put it out on Patreon, that'd be great. Orgy that was planet. the second run of uh, Cock Slippers. Yes. Uh, so Patrick has said, on Friday, my monk was fighting a monster 60 foot up a tree. I kicked it and pushed it out of the tree, but it was grappling my wife's druid character at the same time. <laughs> She's got the loot and went off the body for the loot, not the body. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. They, they, also, props for playing D anD D with your wife. That is the mm. dream. Are they? Are they still married? Did that not end the marriage? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, let us know if it ended. If it ended the marriage, you might get an, an honourable mention. Um, so, your host, Mark. <laughs> it ended your marriage. You might get a runner-up prize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the prize for the people that deserve the shitty dice for the horrible things they do goes to us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So your host, Mark, said, I made the voice of a character's AI sidekick be Sonic the Hedgehog, complete with attitude and quips, and he still hasn't forgiven me. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking evil. <laughs> Relic of the Past tried desperately and failed uh, with his submission, or their submission, sorry, of I cheat rolls behind the, G- behind the GM screen to make the action more exciting. That's called being a GM. That's not evil. That's, that's not evil. That's, that's part of the course. Wow. Um, the, the only trick is to never let on. That you're cheating. This this is like people who who say like, oh god, sometimes I'm really naughty and I have like a full fat coke. Fuck off, fuck with your off. <laughs> Sometimes I eat a digestive biscuit and it's not even Friday. <laughs> Relic of the past is holding on to the the fact that he actually goes and, and tortures squirrels for a, a hobby. That's that, that he's hiding something there. Um, <laughs> if that's true, I'll be really upset. Or very attracted to him. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> and oh, Tyler, both. Tyler MC, uh, who is at Stormbreaker, um, said, I cancelled game night again. God damn it, people. Kitty pool, kitty pool, kitty pool. Um, soft goth trash. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I, we haven't had like. I love that name. We haven't had incest porn on this list once. I just <laughs> said. We're getting there. Uh, my dragonborn <laughs> cleric beat our wizard to death with his bare hands and stabilised him and then whispered in his ear, I own you now. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is like- Christian prison bitch shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Ogre Sloan said, a long-running game played between two friends and I joined. Uh, player friend has a harem and a few non-romantic NPCs. His character begins losing confidence, and some of the NPCs start to leave. My character goes to each NPC, makes a deal to betray him, and everyone quits the game. Oops. That is that is some pretty solid betrayal and yeah. sabotage there. In and out of the game. Yeah. That's, that's the, the, the double. Yeah, yeah. That, so to that be fair, you, the, the people were pussies for ending the game at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PvP is is always good, but I suppose you need to handle it. Whenever uh, anyone says PvP, I assume it means penis versus penis. Yes, fencing. Yeah, sword fighting. 
frottage. That very much changes my relationship with Owen from my other podcast in my head. <laughs> it's not only that, it's like, internet, PVP. So we're just like... Peen v. Peen. Come on, peen that's v. what it stands for. Uh, Blake, peen v. Peen. Uh, Daniel Blake uh, said, one day after a bank holiday, I uh, took a day off for a four-day weekend for me, and I'm thinking of booking tomorrow off too. <laughs> Fuck off, Daniel. Fuck off. That is not evil. No. That is what everyone does on a back holiday. Your, that's your it's statutory like, right as an employee. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh no, not you even... bad boy. <laughs> I mean, like, what? Were you raised in a Jewish family that converted to Catholicism that you have these levels of guilt? Yes, yes. <laughs> Come back when you've done something evil, Daniel. You know, if you earned that day off somehow by murder then yeah I'll listen to you and also marry mm. you but <laughs> you are commanded now to start a game and then PvP everybody Peen VP Peen VP <laughs> and that is exactly what we mean uh, El Doctor Doctor El Doctor Del Diablo uh, I once made a party of seven players fight evil duplicates themselves while also being attacked by two by while also being attacked by two sewer trolls and about six assorted slimes in a sewer that they had set a fire earlier. They all died. <laughs> I laughed and poured myself a drink while I rolled up new characters. Ah, <laughs> that's what does it. That, that is the one. Yes. Yeah. Drinking players' tears. <laughs> okay, Tyler, uh, Tyler MC, Stormbreaker era, came back to us and said, okay, how about I once turned our cleric's pet, bu- uh, pet bunny into a vampire bunny? <laughs> I like that. It's that's good. just clever. That's not evil. That's just clever. Mm-hmm. Unless the vampire bunny was secretly sucking the blood out of the guy's cock every night and you didn't tell him for like six or seven game sessions. Mm. Then that might be a little bit evil. Oh, we're getting that. So the bunny is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> what? In Dracula, that's what happens to Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh God. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. But still, it's Monica Bellucci doing it, so I, I say, you know, he's just still lucky. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That Monica Bellucci's a yeah. bunny. No, in, in, in... Is it... Yes, though that, that is Ford yes. Paula's she's version she's of Dracula. Um, awful, awful. One of the vampire beautiful ladies uh, drinks blood out of Keanu Reeves' wing wang. <laughs> <laughs> and Sabrina said, <laughs> me, "Me and Dave agree. Considering the actress involved, we'd be okay with that." I, I'd be all right with um, with people sucking blood out of my penis. Mm. I can confidently say this. In the same difficult. way as when men comment on abortion, because mm. I will never have to face that choice. I would be okay with it. <laughs> and Sabrina says, an orc fighter called my cleric useless, so I just stopped healing him. Hashtag don't piss off the healer. Oh, is this Sabrina? <laughs> Sabrina, Sabrina, Sabrina. Sabrina. Dead Sabrina, yeah. Fair uh, Our number one fan. Sabrina's fact of the week. <laughs> we never do that anymore. No. <laughs> Sabrina has her own podcast, like several of them. Is like, it Sabrina's fact of the week? Yeah. Yay! That's, that is old school Sabrina's Woo! Fact of the Week, yeah. Mm. We'll make Sabrina's Fact of the Week up, which is it takes our solar system, hundred on average, 127.5 million years uh, to uh, rotate 180 degrees around our um, Milky Way. 360. What did I say? 180. Okay. It then does the other 180. So now we're going to go through... rest in between. We're going to go through some of the... Biscuit. I begin to suspect that yeah. this fact may not entirely be fact for some No, no, reason. actually, the, the facts are right. It's just my ability to, to, to <laughs> convey them to you, apparently, is lacking. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, I'm going to read some of, some of these replies uh, where we're sort of poking people for a bit more... Um, uh, a bit more filth, a bit more vile things. 
Uh, Champions RPG said, I listen to Swordnet Radio. Does it get any more degenerate than that? Yes. Yes, it does. I only listen when on the toilet in a chicken costume eating hobnobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> I have the pictures I just to hope prove it. Hobnobs are a euphemism. <laughs> um, right. Well, hobbit knobs. <laughs> They we hairy, are, they're, like, they're like mushrooms. Are they hairy like their feet? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm also probably butchering this name. Uh, Tayshul the bugbear said, "I've thought hard about it, and this is the worst thing I could come up with. The first album I ever purchased was a cassette of Buck's Fizz Greatest Hits. Yes, it was called Greatest Hits. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you've you've suffered enough. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you don't want these dice. Yeah." Uh, in in response to um, uh, uh, my mocking of Rob Day's pathetic attempts, he's, uh, he, he broke down and sobbed that he stopped using Pathfinder's sanity rules because he thought they were too harsh. I was hoping for at least one, you know, I lost my virginity to my cousin. I, when we came up with this, it never crossed my mind that people would assume... It was that all we meant in, in game. game. No. I know yeah. that we're like yeah. a real play podcast. It just never crossed my mind yeah. that people no. would no. go, I've uh, done terrible things. And I'm like, maybe all the people don't do terrible things on a daily basis. <laughs> Possibly, like yeah, me, maybe just horrible you know, people. Maybe they live really, like, happy lives. DeRay Peterson also came back to us with, uh, I created an NPC my players named Hugbot, complete with the innocent voice of a child, who watched his creator die because of the party, and whose second owner got possessed by a demon. Mm. Just, just creating tragic backstories all over. Can you remember that film AI with Jude Law and oh, that child um, in it? It yes. sounds like that. I haven't seen it. Haven't it was it. really weird. I think <laughs> I've seen really it, weird. and it's one of those films where you're like, huh? This is so confusing and nonsensical, it's ultimately forgettable. It's kind of Pinocchio, essentially. It's, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's strange. It'd be better if it was like the original Pinocchio, where Pinocchio smashes Jiminy Cricket. I like it when he turns into an ass. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Best bit. That's really dark, actually. It is, yeah. It's like an especially, island. Especially when they're all being like, what, an island to... of young boys, stolen young boys, taken by two grown men. I've completely missed all this because I was looking through the thing. But that, <laughs> that, is a, that is an end to our submissions that I can find. Uh, if what? I've missed, if I've missed you, then I apologise for not organising this better. Um, so quite a lot. I'm quite surprised at how many people joined yeah. in. It's mm. nice. Um, so which which are we liking? What's what's our favourite thus far? I think. My vote is still the the gold statues. The meat bricks. Yeah, I, yeah, li- I, I like the story with cannibalism in it. Dave? Because <laughs> well, it I has like, to be meat, I like meat, meat, meat bricks, but I, I, I gotta say, people, I'm disappointed. Your levels of depravity don't... <laughs> I mean, so far, the one that would have won is, I listen to your show and am not made violently ill. <laughs> would have won. <laughs> I, think, I think the important thing there was, did he listen to that Christmas cliches one without vomiting? Was that the one that we've almost made you vomit by talking about cooking testicles? Deep fried no, semen. No, it was, semen. Yes. It was yeah. deep fried semen, and I, I almost made myself sick after that, and then I almost made myself sick trying to think how you would actually do that, yeah. being a former high-end chef. And and then we talked about Trump a lot, so if you can listen to that without retching, yeah. you are the deepest well of human depravity, well done. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Adam and I can never do Scottish accents because it just brings something out of us. <laughs> so every time you do it, it just reminds me of that. <laughs> Well, there was also the episode, it wasn't just a deep fried crime, it was the fact that a family member was wanking off a grandpa in the back of yeah. a an cinema uncle, to obtain uncle. the cum. Let's yeah. be accurate. Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> to obtain the cum, which was then taken to the local chippy, I think, yes. and battered and deep fried. Yeah. 
Next and I now I feel a little bit sauce. sick just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this says about me, but I, I've just been sat here and I, I could logistically, I've totally worked out how you could do it. Well, you'd have to, to you'd have to deep fry it or something. You'd have to freeze you'd it or something it. to get it the. No, just 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 into warm water. It's essentially protein. And protein, if you heat it up, kind of congeals. Yeah. So also it'd be like a poached egg. I was going to say, have you never had a wank? Oh, no. You never had a wank in a bath, and then then created <laughs> your your very own uh, like cum lava lamp that, then, that you have to when, share when, until no, you, you know, go. This you, is weird. I need to get if, out and shower. If you run no, a bath I, I've with always essential been a, oils, uh, uh, it forms like a skin across the top of the bath, and when you get out, you're covered in essential oil. Yeah, that's the, the reason I'd never do it in the bath. Does not do that on top of the bath? Yeah, you get of, out and you're covered in Yeah, you <laughs> need a shower afterwards. That's, <laughs> see, I just skipped to the shower. And plus, I've always been a, you know, a, a sock and a hand lotion man. Unless you apply the essential oils first, in which place it would just slip off your body. <laughs> slide off you. Is that like pasta? Can I just <laughs> oil the pasta? So, as long as I cover myself in essential oil the next before the next time I have sex, the sperm will just slide off me. Yes, I'm going to remember that, and I'll smell lovely. Spray yourself with that Assuming super hydrophobic you're spray. With man. Is, is the super- no, it's true. Well, it's 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 all juices, so get the, the super hydrophobic spray thing that you, people do the <laughs> shoes with. I'm sure that's entirely healthy for your skin. Then, what if I was with a beautiful lady? And and we tried to scissor and we just poof straight. No, go. We'd be repelled from each other's crotches. It would either that or you'd have like this glide, this like totally frictionless glide motion that meant you just you'd be almost into be like going out for hours. Going no, or be rough, dry wanking, which is what you've said you like before. That on my penis, Paul. So decision. Are we up for specs? I like the I like the I think there should be one, round yeah. two. No, we'll There's do no round two for the next delicious human meat bars. Oh yes, oh. yeah. That didn't implies say they, they are a tasty snack in my Fair book. Although, yeah, I'll go with that one. But we need to do this again. I need to really, really clarify. Real life. <laughs> that might be that might hit too, too, yeah, too maybe close. Yeah, maybe maybe people don't want to share that stuff on the internet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's well, just because I would. Then, then, then they're would. not broken enough to need our <laughs> shitty shitty giveaways. It's like think, this is like, is like your, your if, life if is so crap that you need the worst prize ever. Like yeah, if, if, if it was, was like an if it was a t-shirt, then well, yeah, you got. I, I, I would say I would say like real life confessions is probably like a like a dice tower or a proper DM screen or something. No, they can have a t-shirt, and it'll say. I confess my deepest sins, and all I got was my yeah. It has to be your. It, that, that's another thing. Indeed, has to be something you did that is both humorous and disgusting. Not criminal, please. Make us laugh, cry, and hurl. Make us laugh, cry, and hurl, and not things that were done to you, because that would get very sad. And that's mm. not what we're about. We're about laughing at life's disgusting misfortunes, not reliving and other people's being pain. Life's disgusting misfortunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have I, enough personal let, pain. Let's all be honest, because. I, I am the human embodiment of misfortune. I'm like a Greek goddess <laughs> <laughs> of sadness. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like Nike. <laughs> I think I think the kind of thing we're looking for is, and I want to state beforehand, I didn't actually do this. <laughs> this is just what I told him I did. Cut out. I was I was uh, um, sleeping over at my mate's house. Um, and I was sleeping on the couch, and he kind of went, oh, so what did you do after I went to bed? I went, oh, I had a wank. Just joking. And he went, oh, what? Oh, oh you've been the, t- uh, the tissues. So I went, okay, I'll just roll with this. And I went, no, no, I didn't use tissues. He was like, what do you mean you didn't use tissues? Oh, well, I just wanked up into a glass. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just wanked up into a glass. 
oh, which one did he use? Oh, I'm not sure now. And he, just spent, he just spent the next kind of like few months kind of just That's not wanting good. to use any of his glassware because <laughs> he didn't good. know which one it was. That's pretty good. That's really funny. It really, really amused me. And I eventually got round to telling him eventually. But for all that time, it was just like, I, he got to the stage where he nearly binned his entire glassware collection and replaced it from scratch because it just the idea of it disgusted him Why so much. Why couldn't he just wash all of his glasses? <laughs> Does he understand how washing things work? Apparently not. When I was when I was about like 14, 15, something like that, um, there was a, a sleepover party uh, and it was like, lived in the rural last end of nowhere so it was, it was the only way he could get a drink so so all the lads were sleeping downstairs in the living room like sleeping bags and stuff like that and um all the, the girls were upstairs i just couldn't get to sleep because it was just sleeping on the hard floor in a sleeping bag I'm like ah, fuck this it was so profoundly uncomfortable but then about one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning and just to hear from the next sleeping bag over this guy just like last sleep I ever went to (laughs) people are gross y'all I once lived with a guy who was violently allergic to onions and once he pissed me off so much that I cut half an onion and left it under his bed for two weeks (laughs) that's really bad like the smell of onions set him off and he would swell up like he'd been stung by a hundred bees and the fucker deserved it. Oh, if we're confessing to things we've done in real life, uh, I want your doorbell story. The doorbell oh, story. Please tell the doorbell story. Have I done that on the air before? I don't, no, I don't know. I, I don't think I know this one. So, um, well, it's a doorbell and the and Scooby Doo. It's a part of the same thing. So, um, a friend of mine uh, who actually helped me write some of the the the, the what became the campaign setting for Doors ended up because the reason reason I, I decided to call it Doors is a lot of the themes as well. But his nickname is Doors. He he was the party animal in the house, so it uh, he'd come back be be wiped out. So I installed a doorbell underneath his bed and then ran the wire underneath his carpet. And then put it in a little sort of like odd bit in the hall where the hall just like just moved a couple of inches of you know, it wasn't straight. So there's just a little opportunity to hide it under the carpet there and perfect crime. So whenever he'd been out late at night or whatever and waking people up or if someone fancied getting up at four o'clock in the morning, um, they'd just step on this thing. And it'd go off and it was properly, properly loud. Bing bong! Three times. And just went on and on. But it was loud enough to wake him up. And it was it was repetitive enough so that it would definitely wake him up, um, but it wasn't long enough that he would know what had happened or where this thing was, where the sound was coming from. And so he would just have a really shit night or something, like that and be really confused or whatever. And people go, and he would be like, "Did it only like ring the doorbell?" I was like, "No, nothing, no." And everyone was in on it. And then eventually, we also had a, a life size Scooby Doo toy thing, so the size of a Great Dane. Um, he hanged it from like with a noose from a light fitting mm. as a sort of like practical, oh, no! as a kind of like practical <laughs> joke to, to confuse one of the friends of ours who like quite liked it so that was her thing to sort of sit on the couch with the, the huge thing and then he left the room before it happened so I switched it out with one that was about six inches tall <laughs> noosed it up again put it back in and said to this lass who just come in like just pretend to be really upset about this thing and we will never mention the change in size and over the year we, we swapped this thing <laughs> about a dozen times <laughs> always never mentioning the change in size or acknowledging that there were two and eventually started to doubt his own sanity <laughs> and it was only at um, this friend of ours wedding about ten years later that we let him in on all this stuff <laughs> I don't know about horrible story, but I have a very embarrassing story. 
the first time I ever made it to first base, I serenaded the girl with the Chipmunks album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, confessionals. First, first album, first album, everyone, first album. First album I ever bought. Yep. Um, bought or was bought for you? The one that you chose to have. Oh, God. Uh, mine's actually cool. Uh, Prodigy Fat of the Land. Oh, that is cool, you bastard. My first single, however, was Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, give Those and are take. both to be proud of. Yeah. You must have, let's yeah, do both then. I think my first album was The Rasmus. Can you remember The Rasmus? Yes. Dead Letters. I had a massive crush on the singer, so I assume he's a horrible person, otherwise why would I be attracted to him? Um, he was so cool. He had raven he- raven oh feathers in his hair. Oh my god! I am not looking forward to I this coming around I had a goth boner for him. Oh, uh, I I was like thirteen, and I was grew up in Eastern Europe, so have have some pity. <laughs> it's vanilla ice. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it, was a, it was a bootleg from a, a, an Eastern European flea market cassette of vanilla ice. Um, That's worse. Strangely, <laughs> no, that was also my first. <laughs> exactly the same. Brothers bootleg, in Pain bootleg Vanilla Ice album. I would like to say I quickly progressed onto Prodigy and Eminem. Yeah. Your shit first album, buddies. Yeah. You'll have that forever. Yep. I can so much. Vanilla Ice. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Go Joe. She said. But it was it was it was it was a bootleg live recording. Right. Um, so that I then went out, and this makes it worse, I then went out and bought the LP <laughs> of Ice Ice Baby. Oh, dear. I that's, was 12, that's worse. forgive I, me. I, you win. You win. <laughs> and you, know, you actually, bought it twice. You but, win. But I then I then gave it to um, a, a DJ that I lived with in my sort of final year of college. Now it's like so bad, it's almost ironically cool. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't at the wasn't time. then. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I had shell seats and everything. My, my my first vinyl album was actually um, the Prodigy's Jilted Generation. Actually. Oh, I've shut, cool. shut, got, up. shut up! Shut up! Seriously, a lot of my things no. are terrible firsts, but uh, music-wise, I seem to do okay. First vinyl I ever bought is really cool because it was Burzum's first um, album after he got out of prison for burning down all those churches. <laughs> yeah. But equally, I was such a black metal wanker. The, the I, thing is, equally, the I second... will defend every album I have bought. S- <laughs> no, there's one I'm still ashamed of after that. But okay. uh, the second vinyl I ever bought was um, Bo Selector, Bo Selector's "Merry Christmas" or something like that, <laughs> complete with the there vinyl actually with like Craig David on the actual <laughs> so printed sad. into the vinyl. <laughs> so yeah, it's up and down with me with music all the time. Okay, so uh, tell us, do you think uh, Biddy is just humble bragging about his I'll, 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 I'll make my confession. <laughs> I am only attracted to garbage humans with chainsaws. Woo-woo! Not a confession. I win. The whole of Sword and Radio is your Shut confirmation. Shut up, Dave, I'm winning. Okay. <laughs> and we out. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. Uh, you might hear some background noises like beeping and wind and birds and things because I am out on site with Tommy of Legend. Hello. Uh, you've heard me and Kate talk about Tommy. This is the man, the myth. Uh, Tommy, tell the people who you are and what you do. I am Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I am yes, also a so consultant <laughs> with Paul and Kate. And that's me. And you also play games. And I also occasionally play games. I've not brought you on the show for Heritage Consultancy.
Only D&D so far, though, <laughs> and what I've played with you. Tommy is also my source of inspiration for various crazy shenanigans, because you guys, uh, you've got a group of friends. Um, I think we we first met, and you started a, 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 my company at the same time as Kate. Yeah. And we get talking about D&D, and you're like, I've been interested in this D&D thing. It was like, yeah, I'll just do the Mine of Fandelva. And you sat and played it for how long was it? 14 hours. <laughs> that, was the first, that was the first time you ever played yeah. D&D. 14 hour session on Fandelva and there's a lot of shenanigans that come out of this and the Battle Royale yes. tell people about the Battle Royale you ran because that's interesting I'll, I'll, I'd like people to know about that oh god it's a while ago now I think it was about 8 people and we did a we did a couple actually we did a, some big Battle Royales we got inspiration from other things it was the one where it was like split into four different zones or oh something, yeah we, we, went, like... we went like Hunger Games with it <laughs> it was split into four different zones and I'd randomly I was jamming, and um, I'd roll dice to see what was going to happen in said zones. So there was like fire and gas and water and meteor strikes and <laughs> various crazy things. Mm. It went down well. Was each one like each zone was a different landscape type or something, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was like I think it was split into four, and there was like a sort of rocky mountainside that turned into like a river. If I rolled it, um, there's a swamp that turned into acid which someone was in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, what else was there? Oh, was wasn't, there a, wasn't there a forest and a desert or something? Yeah, that's right. It was like a forested area and a desert area. Very Hunger Games. Well, yeah, it was good because you, you don't have to get to mess around with like level 15 characters as well. Mm. So everyone was very OP. And everyone just completely twatted the wizard or something. Like opening move, everyone went for the wizard or something. Yeah, they were all scared of the wizard because he can... <laughs> Throw a fire at people, pretty but much. Who won that? Who was so out of eight people <gasps> all doing different um, characters? What was we had a barbarian minotaur that won. <laughs> she had like five health left or something against three people all trying to team up on her, and she just gored them all into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great finish. <laughs> I like it. I, I've always thought that barbarian is the OP class. If you want to barbarian power game, or cleric, mm, yeah. If you want a power game, add a, add a level of barbarian, yeah. It's one level is all you need. You get your rage, you get yeah. various, uh, was it the unarmoured bonus and all that sort of stuff. Just I gave them all so many cool magic items as well. None of them used any of them, hardly. Mm. That was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they panicked. That's good, yeah. though. If they're thinking about like what they're using or whatever, it shows that like they can take a step back. And if they're panicking and going, shit, uh, I hit it with my axe. Yeah, they're that's basically you know, what they were doing. You've got in their heads. Um, so, right, we're, we're going to do a useful stick... <laughs> Such as it is, because we got 20 minutes for lunch. We had a look at Twitter, and put this out to Twitter, and immediately Joe from Harry Roll shat on us, uh, and said, you should do how easy a show about how easy it is to steal cars in the 1920s. <laughs> uh, thanks, Joe, who's never listened to a useful stick, and is showing it. We established that that would have to be a German sex bus. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> a sex swing in the back. Yeah. Just <laughs> someone bad driving, stop yeah. start. Kangaroo patrol. <laughs> so like if you're a geriatric German with a kink like if you haven't got the energy anymore you need someone who's got their foot on the gas pedal isn't pretty isn't very good at using the clutch so we've got a couple of suggestions we'll see what grabs us a car maybe we'll do a car not 1920s and 30s cars I've no idea the flint and steel and the tinderbox which I think could be a challenge or horseshoes horseshoes would be good horseshoes they're quite versatile okay let's have a look at horseshoes then because my thought is that flint and steel and Tinderbox is part of a standard adventurer's kit. Everyone's got one. Horseshoe, someone could have. But if someone says to you as a GM, I've got two horseshoes in my pack, you're going to look at them with a side eye for the entire campaign, aren't you? Like, <laughs> well, you planned something. When is that coming out? 
So, horseshoes? Yeah. All right. So, horseshoes, right. And this can be any setting, any period, any part of the multiverse, and any system as well. So, don't worry about it. It's all the drama, right? So, if, if there's specific mechanics that you think of... Well, first off, if you're in a pre-metal society, you're a god. <laughs> You've just landed. You're yeah. a farrier. You have two horseshoes, nothing else. You're all a god. Of your, all of your skills are useless, <laughs> because the material you work with for a living is, no, is not there. You don't, you're not a miner. You know how to get this stuff. You're not a smelter. You don't know how to make it. But you've got these two horseshoes, and damn it, you will make them into all sorts of shit. Yeah. Or you just sit there and clink them together. Clink them together and worship me, peasants. <laughs> all right. The first thing that always comes to mind is, like, uh, with a horseshoe, you know, like, you've got a, a boxing glove. And in cartoons, they like, put a horseshoe in a boxing yeah. glove. And I always think to myself, like, if that's just, like, sat on top, like, fair enough, it's a bit of weight. But if you put a piece of metal around your fist that you can't hold in your fist... You're going to break your fingers on it. <laughs> All you're doing yeah, is... Yeah, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, you've gone from punching a squishy human to punching a piece of iron. <laughs> <laughs> but if you hold it the other way around, right? So you've got the... The other the, way around, like cartoon magnet style. Yeah. So you've got the two tines coming out. Firstly, poor man's Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, you've got two, like... It's going to go into your palm, and that's the whole point of a like brass knock, isn't it? And then you're concentrating the force on those two points. But that's going to twist around a lot. So... Every time you do it, like you have to it sets it up for the backhand. You'd kind of have to like it's a good improvised weapon, but you'd have to like have a thing where you said, well, if I punch you with this, I will roll a strength check every time I do." Mm. Or maybe you set the AC higher because if you hit and you hit a bit off, all you do is punch him. So yeah. like you get your one d two or whatever it is, or your your one damage or whatever. But if you hit him with the tines, if you hit him with the the edge, like you, you're going to do a bit of. And, and you manage to hold on to this thing. It doesn't twist out of your your hands. All right. More. You enthusiastic about horseshoes? Give me. <laughs> God. Um, I don't really know. Okay, you're now. useless to me, Tommy. I know. <laughs> now, now, I've, now I've committed. I, my brain's just, what's a horse? You know? <laughs> well, why, know why do they need shoes? We know that play, people play coits with it, didn't they? Yeah. And so you can throw them and land down, on things. A bit of a yeah. downtime activity. Well, yeah. You could so you make can... a little grapple out of them if you attach a rope to them. Yeah, I suppose. You could try, anyway. Yeah, maybe like a poor man's piton. Yeah. Like you, can, like, you can wedge it between a crack in rocks or something, because mm. like, you've got a loop. You can attach a rope to that loop. you just got to be... A bit, bit risky. Well, you know, what's life without a bit of risk? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't have to do a risk assessment for it, Tommy, it's fine. <laughs> oh, but you do. Uh, no, that's, that's a new character idea. Safety obsessed. <laughs> like warlock or something. Right. Okay, and this like risk assessment. What are the risks? Enter into combat and then spend the next four days doing near yeah, <laughs> yeah near miss farms. <laughs> but we're fine. <laughs> but we might not be. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I, I noticed that barbarian nearly got you with an arrow. What are we going to do to make sure that doesn't happen again? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you, you buy a shield, positive infer- intervention. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> I'm afraid the budget won't stretch to shields. Can you find the project we're going to put it to? <laughs> but I need it. It's PPE. Well, it's specialist. Uh, I have a shield. Swag. <laughs> I, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a bowler. Like a, like a bolus type thing. Okay, yeah. So you got that. Yeah. You could just throw a horseshoe at someone. That'd probably <laughs> knock them over as well, though. Surprise attack as well. <laughs> it's automatic surprise. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Guys get a second opportunity attack as their confusion sets in. It's like, what the, why are you hitting me with... Ow! As like we were talking about earlier, the catapult spell. 
Yes. With horseshoes. Yes. I just have like a stack of them. Yeah. <laughs> Make it rain. Make it rain horseshoes. I like that. You've got a really heavy pack. <laughs> battling encumbrance all the time like no one knows why and then you're just like right this is my time (laughs) (laughs) dump that shit out it's shining oh crap yeah yeah you attach it to your shoes (laughs) and be a horse be a horse yeah Uh, stop people tracking you yeah so like you put them on a piece of you put them on a piece of wood or something and then put that on the bottom of your shoe make people think you are a horse a a two-legged horse yeah what is it what are they called Mr. Tumnus Oh, fawn. Yeah. A fawn. Shit. Fucking fawns everywhere. Just like horse fawn. We said we'd never talk about horse fawn again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christ. Uh, oh, Jesus. How would you... have got so many images. Like, it's the bottom half of a goat, so if it was the bottom half of a horse, like... Be hung. <laughs> well, I'm imagining, like, these people, like, tracking your party and suddenly going, like, why are they doing dressage? Yeah. <laughs> These tiny steps are just the back feet of a horse. Like. Uh, so if you want to do convincing dressage in the future, but also the past, but never the present. Yes, never the present. There you are. The tradition of people putting them over doorways and things like that is you're supposed to put them with the tines up, right? Mm. So it's like a U-shape. So, And the, the idea is that that catches luck. For some, because for some reason, luck reigns. It's brought in everything reigns. Yeah, um, good point. But if you put it the other way around, or it starts to swing around, it's why you should never nail a horseshoe at the bottom um, if you're attaching it to a door. Because if the two nails holding it up fall out, it'll fall. It'll do a 180, and it'll be pointing down like an N, and all the luck will fall out. That's where I've been going wrong with my life. Been putting my nails in the bottom of horseshoes. Yeah, I've been to your house, Tommy. Hundreds of horseshoes <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> all pointing down. Yeah, damn it. Guy runs a shop under your flat's doing brilliantly. <laughs> Four hundred horseshoes all putting up, catching your luck. You go around and murder Tommy. Be. It must be. It. The only way you can do, you can horseshoe. take it back is to take his heart, Tommy. With a horseshoe. <laughs> it's just gutting <laughs> shit. It's turned dark. <laughs> you could use a horseshoe as you steal for your tinderbox, bringing it back to the. Yeah, the there's one. one less item you need. You don't need the. You the know, little... multi-purpose. You don't yeah. need to steal if you've got a horseshoe. To be fair as well, if you've got uh, little striker lights and things, all you need is the thing that you strike against, like the flint. And if you've got any weapon or yeah. you know, like, just run it against that, like the edge of your sword would probably be better because uh, it's sharp and it'll scrape off a lot of shit. But like, I doubt your ho- if it was still attached to your horse, that the horse would like it. Like, come over here by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, whacking it in the foot. How would you use a horseshoe in espionage? Oh. <laughs> Let's make it modern. Uh, you go all last of us and just throw it to make a sound. Mm-hmm. And then sneak past. Well, there's a definite sound as well. It's not like a rock falling. That could be yeah. something. If this is a clink and, you know, and a clank, and it's, it'll sound like metal. And metal doesn't tend to move on its own. Mm. So if you've got, you know, distract a guard by throwing a rock. If you're in a canyon, he's going to hear rocks falling all the time. Yeah. You know, e- even in a built-up area, he's going to think, oh, it's, it's a rock. It's something falling off something else. If it's a big bit of metal... He's probably going to think, oh, something's going on. Wear them both and run really fast past him. He'll think someone's gone past on a horse. (laughs) Tiny, tiny horse. What did your assailant look like? Centaur. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Just confuse him. Alright, modern setting. Modern setting. Um, You could use a breaker circuit. Yes. Or smash a window. Mm hmm. As with most objects. And so, like, 
well, I think the, the thing is, is you've got a thing that can is got a gap between two metal things, and mm. as soon as you've got that, rudimentary taser. So you gather <laughs> it up, you attach a nine. I, I kid you not. Uh, I, well, you, to be fair, I don't need. Yeah, you probably just believe this full, full stop, and I wouldn't have to say why I know this. Um, if you take a nine volt battery, you know those big yeah. bar batteries. And you attach um, a step-up transformer to it, which is very easy to get hold of, and you can just basically like sellotape it to the side. It's just two plates, really. Mm. And the larger the plate, the better. You gaffer it all up, and then you have um, the way the way that I set it up is that you you'd have two six-inch nails, uh, and you'd have gloves or something. But if you've got an insulated horseshoe, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yep. Otherwise, just, I'm got- just seeing an oven glove just grasping a horseshoe and punching yeah. someone. <laughs> that's so all I'm seeing you've got a taser there but also now now that it's I'm thinking about it I'm thinking like what if this is like a post-apocalyptic setting thing and you've got a load of 9 volt batteries or whatever and they just go up your arm and it's armour as well <laughs> so you've got this like gauntlet. yeah but if you hit batteries don't they like explode well you're not hitting the battery yeah I know so, but if someone hits your arm it's armour oh maybe well, it's explosive armor. It's a blade of armor, isn't it? It's whether it explodes away from you or not. So you've got all these batteries strapped to your arm or like to your back. Or like you could just have like car batteries or something attached to. As long as you insulate it, you have this car battery attached to it. It's, it's not backpack. doing anything because it's it's not draining. It's not going through a circuit around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just <laughs> like you maybe you'd have to cut the horseshoe in half or something like that and put a bit of wood in it so it wouldn't yeah. create a circuit. Um, that'd be fantastic. I would. Or back to the one in each hand, dual wielding. Always. So the circuit is complete between the two things. <laughs> Clear! <laughs> yeah, down you a bit. Go. It's a defibrillator. <laughs> yeah. God, my words. Defibrillator. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, there you go. D&D as well. One in each hand. Shocking grasp. I'm also thinking the two tines as well. It's about the same space as, like, Aster Balls. <laughs> <laughs> just give oh, someone no. the gooching of a lifetime oh no <laughs> no 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 just, as, they, as they fall as they peel in half backwards <laughs> like, this, is, this is where I now get viciously mocked for my Yorkshire accent going no oh no oh no <laughs> gravy more one more <sighs> see I was thinking like the whole hot rock thing oh yeah you heat up water, a, yeah you metal drop it in some water yeah, so if you haven't got um, this is uh, if you haven't got a so for the listeners who don't know about pot boilers um, is is if you haven't got a, a cooking vessel that can sit on top of a fire. So if you've got like a leather bag or you've got a wood thing or something like that, like a wood trough or something that you don't want to put into a fire, and you, or you can't ha- you don't have a method of holding it above it, so it's not just sat in the coals. What you do is you take a rock and you put it in the fire or piece of metal. Uh, you heat that up and then you put that in the water. And it heats it up a little bit, and then you take it out, you heat it up again, and you have several rocks going back and forth. There you go, D&D application. The heat metal spell. Mm. Two favourite spells. Both useful for horseshoes. Indeed. Okay, how about some character stuff? So instead of utility, how would a character have a horseshoe that's important to them? Or several? Let's say it's four, it's a complete set. My first two thoughts were necklace. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. And halo of two welded together. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like of a knight, and it's his old horse, yeah. and he's had them welded to his armor. Oh, that's cool! Cross guard of the sword, but he's got two in front. <laughs> <laughs> two at the two at the bottom of his uh, of his breastplate, and two over the nipples. You got like cross guard of a sword. Yes, yeah. 
Um, that, that well, sort like, of sword you, trap. You, you, you get daggers and things like that that yeah. curve up Carry to that. Yeah. Sort of samurai fronting of a helmet, like the upside down crescent. <laughs> yes, it's like your warrior symbol. I like it. You, just front of your helmet. Yeah. Uh, lapels. Like epaulets. Yeah. It's like your ranking signia. <laughs> you just know, the general, because you've got stacks of them just on <laughs> your shoulders. <laughs> Flapping around. See, now I'm seeing um, the Wolfenstein game, when you can just pick up unlimited helmets and they just give you an extra armour. Just stack a helmet <laughs> on top of your head for our shoes. I'm just seeing some, like, magic ones now, though, that you put on, like, your bottom of your feet and they give you more speed, more movement speed or something, though. But there's got to be a drawback. It's got like they they make you have you to run on all fours. Uncontrollable <laughs> sexual attraction to horses. <laughs> Two kinds of people. <laughs> a flanged mace made of horseshoes. Made of horseshoes. Four horseshoes. One coming out each side. Nice. That'd hurt. That'd almost like a candelabra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fuck off candelabra. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> there we go. That's my next D and D character. <laughs> I like that. Like he's a he's a farrier who's come from nowhere. Yeah, he just improvised weapon. Yeah, sort of standard. Oh, I'm a peasant, and some guys came to my town, and I killed them with a horseshoe. Yeah, that story. Nice one. But horseshoe made into a mace. Hmm. Become your like your talisman almost. <laughs> if you're a barbarian, you can get away with that. Yeah, like a great mace or something. Also, flanged mace is my favourite weapon because that's the word flange in it. Yeah, flange is a great word. Yeah. Okay, something to bring us home. But like stupid amounts of horseshoes. Like the character is all horseshoes. Horseshoes all the time. <laughs> See, I'm seeing like ear stretchers with the horseshoe pointing down. Oh yeah, with the horseshoe like through the ears. Fuck. Oh shit. No, there's that. There's that um, religious thing that happens is it in India somewhere, somewhere, somewhere on the Indian subcontinent anyway, where it's like the festival of pain or something. They put things through their cheeks and. Oh yeah. All sorts. They do them. There's one in Mexico as well, or Southern America somewhere. They like hang themselves on meat hooks. Hmm. Ugh. Or okay, right. Like a horseshoe is a bit more than just like impaling yourself with a kebab skewer. Okay, so go with me on this. You know how the the Yakuza and certain various scarification rituals things involve putting a a metal bead under your skin and it scars over it? Mm. I think the Yakuza put it on their cocks and things like that. Uh, Every year they're in prison or something, they put another... Uh, Or so I've heard, anyway. (laughs) Uh, I've I've not asked anyone to whap it out. See, the thing is, I'm going to go home and Google that and not wish I hadn't. Not on the computer, maybe. (laughs) And, um... Maybe not any computer ever. <laughs> Find some Yakuza come out of your house. <laughs> we yeah, know what sure you've been me. doing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the last thing you ever see, but it's worth it. Uh, so, there's that. And then, uh, one of the things that um, Mike, who was playing Bleak at the very start of our D&D campaign, he was playing an assassin. Uh, and it was that, that classic mistake of, like, I want to be a badass assassin. You're a level one character. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, and so, he had this idea, like, he was a, obviously had to be a thief, he had to be a rogue. So there's Steve's tools in his skin. Okay, like a like some sort of weird fetishised kangaroo. Yes. So he'd created little little skin pockets and little scars and things, and he just, like, kept, um, you know, making them larger, making them like, weights to the heels, make it larger. Make it, you know. And so he's got these little skin pockets, but are just tight to his mm. flesh, um, that he could hide little picks in, you know, just very small things, like, like lock picks and whatever. I thought that was a fucking brilliant badass idea. Like it wouldn't work in the real world. No. But this is cool than a fantasy. It's D and D, so you can but do it. What if instead of a rogue, you're a barbarian, and your unarmored fighting bonus <laughs> is the fact that you've got these horseshoes <laughs> scarified into your body, just, just covering like, you into your skin? Just yeah. Like, 
And if you put armor on, it's just going to weigh you down, <laughs> and add, you know, and slow you down, so it's easier to hit you. And, and so, and, and every time you get hit, it's going to rend that skin over the top of it, and you just sort of sit there and gaffer tape yourself together again. So many calluses. Mm. But it doesn't need a. But like at that point, it's not really living flesh anymore. So it'd be the mending spell rather than a healing spell yeah. that stitches you back together. Oh, that's grim. And yeah, yeah, it would, like ca- it, it would callus over, wouldn't it? It become mm. to stop it being loose or whatever. And, and these things are like, like you, you might heat it up to disinfect it and then sort of stick it into your skin, and it's like completely sealed over. Like you can't like pull these burn, out. Burn scars, like yeah. healing over it. Like you wouldn't be able, to, you wouldn't be able to pick them out of your body. You wouldn't be able to sort of you know, <sighs> spread it out. It'd just be there. Ouch. How fucking cool is that? Is you realise though, <laughs> if I was jamming against a character that was doing that did fight a lot of wizards who would all know heat metal. But the wizards wouldn't know. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. But if they found out... If they found out, yeah. <laughs> but then again, it might just make them stronger. <laughs> it's like cooking him, but he's callousing it more. <laughs> that barbarian's got to be called Clank, though. Yes. And on that note, <laughs> with that fucking stupid thing, uh, should we sign off? Yeah. Alright, you've been listening to Sword Art Radio. Bye. See ya. always need to check that the numbers are red because <laughs> once upon a time yep, we lost the entire night and you will continue to hear because I will continue to hear <laughs> I'll do an intro and we'll just wax lyrical I'll just spice it together like we're intelligent adults Jesus what else we got I don't even know um good job we can edit pauses out mm. oh, kill the wildlife around us um Tommy just tried to murder her Living creature. It's a, mid- it's a mosquito midget thing. They don't deserve life. He takes my blood, he deserves it. <laughs> so they're better than my accents when they just all go Indian and become <laughs> racist. Yeah. Something utterly stupid. Um, right. I don't know. Where are all my stupid thoughts that I normally have? Because you've been recorded. I know. The pressure, Tommy. Not camera shy, but. It's performance anxiety. We all get my, it, Tommy. My complete lack of charisma is really coming through. <laughs> It's all right if you can't get it up once, Tommy. Like, <laughs> happens to everyone. I mean, not me. <laughs> Breasts. Breasts. Boobs. Titties. Tatas. Gazangas. Melons. Bazookas.